Are you ready? Fire up! <laughs> and suddenly you're going to blast off. <laughs> uh, Alright, okay. get my podcast face on now. You still can't see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I have my podcast face on as I haven't shaved my legs. And I'm in my pajamas. So, podcast! Woohoo! I took a shower before we started. Oh, nice. I took one this yeah. morning at 5.45 a.m. Ooh, that work life. I'm high maintenance. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Ready, set, and go. Go. Hello. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I can see where you'd get confused. I am very I know. giving. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Donna Martin Graduates. A podcast where we watch old episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 in order, and then I forget to proofread the copy. <laughs> it's fine. I am one of your hosts, Andrea, not Andrea. And I am your other host, Kelly. And this week we watched season two, episode 12, Down and Out of District in Beverly Hills. That doesn't flow as well as just Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Well, that's a movie, so they couldn't do that. I know, but... Down and out of district doesn't really, you know, flow well. It just, it buries the lead. Now it, we know what's going to happen. We do. So this week's episode starts off with Andrea walking down the hall of West Beverly. And we're witnessing this walk from her point of view. And so people are staring, especially the men. David drops his books and Kelly yells at her. And at the end of the hall, leaning against the wall... I'm a poet and didn't know it mm-hmm. <laughs> is Brandon. And he asks Andrea if she f- forgot something flash to Andrea, who's clearly naked and confused. She finally figures out that she is naked just as her alarm rings. I'm sure we've all had that dream, right? Or the one where we have a quiz that we're clearly unprepared for, or the one where we're making out with some random guy and your dead grandpa suddenly there offering you pudding. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> Oh, well. (laughs) We then follow Andrea's bus to its stop and then her walk to school and into the journalism classroom. Brandon and Emily are cozied up, giggling when Andrea enters, but Brandon quickly joins her at the desk. Peace, Emily. He tells her that he entered her expose about the underbelly of cafeteria cuisine. Are you wearing bracelets? What's happening over there? (laughs) Taking a drink of water. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you were wearing some bangle bracelets. Nope. I was just taking Like, totally water. radical. So he, sorry. <laughs> he tells her that he entered her expose about the underbelly of cafeteria cuisine into a writing contest. She apparently went undercover. I know that she looks way older than a teenager, but I'm pretty sure the cafeteria staff would notice her presence, especially if she eats in the cafeteria, like, ever. She immediately freaks out because she can't have anyone know that she lives out of district, except for that one teacher that she almost boned. Not just him. He was fine. He and doesn't count. He doesn't count. And then Brandon corrects her and tells her he put her grandmother's address in the entry. He then tells her that she should have heard something by now anyway, so it's probably a moo point. Like a cow's opinion. It's moo. <laughs> it's moo. <laughs> <laughs> Peach Pit, Jennifer Runyon, who I will always know as the fake Cindy Brady from A Very Brady Christmas, yep. is seated at the counter. And she asks Nat if anyone has called for her, and he tells her that no one has. 
Um, so you just have people call a diner looking for you? That sounds weird to me, but must be yeah. normal behavior. She tells Nat that she's giving him one more song before she gives up. No, sweetie, that ship has sailed. Give up now. Life lessons right here. Come on. She makes her way over to the jukebox where Steve is standing, not playing anything. She makes a selection and he compliments her because, of course, you know, she has boobs. So she's totally Steve's. Mm -hmm. She introduces herself as Christine and then suddenly realizes that she has no way to get home. Steve, of course, offers to give her a <coughs> ride, and she tells him that she needs to get home soon because she can't miss reruns of the Hartley house. Suspicious? Hmm. Nope, not to Steve, who is really good about reading women. He's amazing. Back he is. He's so good at it. Back at Steve's house, Christine is amazed by the fact that Steve is related to Samantha Sanders, and she continues to talk about her as Steve starts kissing her. She then tells him that she's just super nervous and then eats his face. Obviously, that nervousness passed real quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At, at West Beverly, Andrea hunts Brandon down, seemingly a little more anxious than normal. Just as she finds him, Mrs. Teasley finds her and congratulates her on winning the Times contest. Mrs. T then tells Andrea that a journalist will be at her house later that day to interview her for a puff piece for the district paper. Like, seriously, the district has a paper? Come on. Andrea is very upset because that means they will meet her grandmother, who is apparently a character. Oh, and a character she is. Because Andrea's grandmother, Rose, is played by the amazing Lainey Kazan of My Big Fat Greek Wedding. And she's Bette Midler's mother in Beaches, um, along with many other roles. But Andrea and Brandon come to visit and explain that there will be a reporter coming over to interview her. And that reporter thinks that Andrea lives with Rose. Then Rose's sisters show up to play some card game that I've never even heard of. And all of the old biddies think that Brandon is Andrea's boyfriend, which, you know, isn't he? I mean, isn't he? Rose declares that she will not lie for Andrea in an extremely shaky voice, like weirdly shaky. Mr. Parker shows up to talk to Andrea, questions about the very mature decor and the very small couch, and Rose interjects that Andrea is great to live with because most days you don't even know a teenager lives there. <laughs> I see what you did there, Grandma Rose. Mr. Parker is pretty confident that something doesn't seem right, but he is overwhelmed by the smell of all those old ladies' perfume, yeah. so he just leaves. Andrea and Rose argue because Andrea reminds her that Rose assumed a whole different identity when she was Andrea's age, you know, because of that whole pesky Nazi persecution. But, you know, same, same. Yeah. At the Peach Pit, Steve and his girlfriend are celebrating their one-week anniversary. Who and does Steve that? Steve and his girlfriend. I guess. And Steve asks her what she got him. And of course, she got him making out. That's what she got him. Yeah. And it's cheap, I mean, I guess. I guess. Kelly and Kelly and Donna are watching from another booth where Kelly seems to have a drink but is seated far outside of the distance of the table. <laughs> she's going to spill that drink if she's not careful. And if it's mm -hmm. Diet Coke, that is a tragedy. Yes. Donna is having trouble thinking because her headband is too tight, but she tells Kelly to go tell Steve that she doesn't like his new girlfriend. And Steve tells Cindy Brady that she will get her gift on Saturday. And she's like, I already got a date on Saturday. Uh, I'm sorry. Aren't you celebrating your anniversary with the mullet? Should you maybe cancel that date? But Steve's not even bothered. He just suggests that he's going to have to find someone else to take to see REM. And suddenly she's free. 
and R.E.M. <laughs> is a horrible band. And Kelly is disgusted by their PDA and leaves. And these characters do that a lot. They're like meet up at places with people and then they just leave them there. So hopefully all of these people come in separate cars. <laughs> if not, there's going to be a lot of people taking the bus. Uber. Uber didn't oh, wait, exist this is 1946. Then. Or 1990. <laughs> 1992, I think. <laughs> so we're at West Beverly, Brandon and Dylan. Brandon and Dylan are going to go dune buggy. Their words, not mine. Um, Andrea asks if it's dangerous because she is actually an 80-year-old lady. Brandon says, only if you're weak. So I guess that's a yes then? Yep. Yeah. They stop to invite Steve, who can't because of that concert he's going to. It's been a whole week, so obviously everyone remarks about how serious it is between him and that other girl. Um, And Kelly says that it's pretty nauseating. I'm going to have to agree with her on that one. Um, She tells him that she would like to talk to him in private. And then the other three, so the other three then try to leave. Steve insists they stay. So Kelly just tells him that you, quote, get what you pay for. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Brandon suggests that she's jealous and Steve says Kelly doesn't like Christine because she isn't super rich. Then in typical Steve fashion, he says, it's not like she lives in the valley. Good job, Steve. (laughs) Andrea lowers her head and Steve quickly apologizes. Andrea doesn't live in the valley. She lives with Grandma Rose. I mean, haven't you been watching this whole episode? Mrs. Teasley wants to talk to Andrea and informs her that the reporter cannot publish the piece on her because he doesn't believe she lives in district. Mrs. <gasps> T then, because apparently that's the reporter's job. Mrs. T then declares that she has to start a formal investigation. Andrea immediately calls her grandmother, who tells her that she could move in this weekend, but would prefer to actually live with her instead of just pretending. Brandon offers to help her move and then immediately rescinds because he's going dune buggying. What a great friend and a great orator. Andrea then He's not the protagonist. (laughs) Hey, I write these. I know. I know. I know Uh, that you know that I know. (laughs) Andrea then suggests she should go with because maybe she would break her neck and not have to deal with all of this. (laughs) Oh, dying. Dying is so funny. Um, but she cries and then they hug and he rubs, I mean, his, he rubs his <laughs> <laughs> Bowner against her leg. <laughs> oh. Disgusting. <laughs> She's like, is that a taper candle in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you have a roll of, qu- do you have a roll of quarters? I need to go to, to the laundry yet. <laughs> I want to play some songs on the jukebox at the Peach Pit. Yeah. Oh, so much to unpack right there. <laughs> but we did make two Friends references in this episode so far. I know. Go us. Those were awesome. <laughs> so uh, it must be Saturday night because there's a marquee that's flashing. It says R.E.M. And Steve and Christine climb out of the back of a limo and head in. Apparently, they're the only ones who have VIP tickets because no one else is entering this way. David catches Steve from the regular folk line, presumably alone, and he asks why he doesn't have to wait. Clean living, Steve replies. Seriously, people, he is such a douchebag. He is. 
Back at Grandma Rose's, Andrea is officially living there, and she and Rose are in their pajamas, making up the couch for Andrea to sleep. And Andrea is wearing what looks like a man, uh, man's pajama set. And Grandma Rose asks if she's got a robe to wear. And is this a Jewish thing or just like an old-fashioned modesty thing? Because she's pretty well covered up. Who's she being modest for? There's Grandma. nobody else there, <laughs> I guess. The it's phone Grandma. rings. And it's Andrea's mother, who it sounds like is in a feud with Rose, a family feud. Survey says, I know, yes. I lost my place. Uh, because Andrea tells her mother that she is not getting involved. And Grandma Rose seems upset and heads off to bed. I'm sure this will come up at a later time, so let's put a pin in it. I've always <laughs> wanted to say that. Well, put a pin in it and come back. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll circle back around to that. Yes uh let's see steve and christine are exiting the concert and she asks about going backstage to meet the band he wasn't able to do that and then notes that the limo is waiting she seems disappointed and then david comes over prepared to get more disappointed now because david's there <laughs> he has autographs on his program and says that he snuck backstage christine is pissed i'm starting to think that she's not a very good person what a, what do you think She's not a very good um, person. No, she's not. But, I no. mean, given who she's dating, I guess it uh, all comes with the territory. Yes. So she makes a comment about not tipping and that people who don't tip are the worst. Once in the car, um, Steve asked Christine about the movie No Way Out, where Sean Young and Kevin Costner get it on the back of a limo. Christine says, I bet they didn't have a stupid driver like we do. Cindy Brady, do not call people names. She then pivots and says she's just upset because Steve makes her feel like Cinderella. And the limo not waiting for them made her feel like it was all going to end. And Steve buys it. So, but, you know, he's not very smart about girls. But he then suggests that they go jewelry shopping the next weekend for her. And, of course, then she starts making out with him. Obviously. At school on Monday, Andrea remarks that she moved closer to the school and somehow got her first late slip. Steve walks up and Brandon asks him how his date was and he remarks, cinematic. You mean like Goonies? Did you find a pirate ship full of jewelry? Ooh. Did the Fratellis follow you? <laughs> and somebody adopted Sloth. And then Dylan and Brandon give him five because of course they do. Let's celebrate your conquest. And then <laughs> Kelly and Donna show up and Donna sits on Brandon's lap and I'm like, uh, What? I guess I didn't have those type of guy friends in high school. And or where's Emily? Maybe it was because if I sat on a dude's lap, I would break his legs. But whatever. Whatever. Emily is probably taking classes at that off-campus uh, off school she goes oh, to. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, well, if he, she's sitting on Don, if she's sitting on Brandon's lap, she's probably feeling the uh, roll of quarters. <laughs> the taper candle. <laughs> the taper candle. You know, Steve asked Dylan and Brenda about plans for the future and kelly asks if they're all going on a double date together and steve gets angry and leaves you don't ask him about double dates he gets pissed and then <laughs> that's probably something that he did with kelly mm. like he double dated with kelly and so then you know they're not together it brings up bad memories oh that must be it kelly asks if she is the only one who can see how phony christine is no i i can see it and then yeah, I see it too. Donna tells her that Steve <laughs> likes Christine. And then Andrea starts to complain about her current living conditions because let's bring it all back around to Andrea. And yes. Donna asks her if it's worth it. And so Andrea gets angry and tells them all that they were entitled and undeserving. And Brenda's like, but we lived in Minnesota. 
And then Brenda then asks her why. <laughs> Brenda then asks her why she is so upset. And she says that when the investigator comes to the house, she's going to know that Andrea doesn't live there. And Kelly tells her that they can fix that because her middle name is Makeover. Mine's Lynn. It sounds much better. Uh, and that is a really weird middle name, but I guess it is L.A. My middle name is Lynn, too. Oh, sucky, sucky. Just like almost every girl that was probably that was born, born in 1976. 76. Yep. <laughs> yes. Lynn or Ann. Yep. And the occasional Marie. Yeah, um, those people suck. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so <laughs> get ready for a montage, people, because here comes a montage of the girls rearranging the living room furniture at Grandma Rose's house. And they're putting up posters and little tchotchkes that are more useful. They're all in very rapid motion with some Benny Hill music playing in the background. And then Grandma Rose comes on screen moving in regular time with no thoughtful background music. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly then takes a picture of Andrea and her mother and puts it up. And Grandma Rose gets like super upset by this and leaves the room. And Andrea quickly removes it. Later that night at dinner, Andrea remarks that she wishes Grandma Rose came around more. And once again, Rose is out of there. I mean, was it something Andrea or everyone said? Yes. Yes. At Brenda's house, Dylan is busy prepping food. And Brenda is talking about how attentive Steve is when he's in a relationship and how happy he seems. Just then, Steve and Christine walk in. Why are they eating at what is presumably the smallest and least date-friendly house out of the three of them? I will never know. No. Christine asks about when dinner is going to be ready and is upset when Dylan says that it's still 45 minutes. I mean, I understand that food is is good. I don't want to wait 45 minutes either, but. Well, and then, like, why did you invite them over so early? Was it just to hang out and be social? It reminds me of that uh the episode of the office the dinner party where oh, you know it's like gonna take two hours for the food <laughs> yes. oh lord sorry i digress and and then christine wants she wants to know why they are doing the quote drudge work themselves instead of going out to a fancy restaurant steve tells her he will take care of everything for her and this makes her happy she then asks brenda if she can check out her clothes and brenda is fuming but what else is new She's probably going to steal Brenda's clothes. She's going to hide her stolen clothes in the closet because that's closet, what people do to yeah. Brenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brenda and Christine start talking about clothes and Brenda asks about going to the jewelry store. Christine says that she's got her eyes on some diamond earrings. Brenda's like, um, I'm sorry, diamonds? Christine says that they won't be carrots or anything. Oh, I, okay. I guess that makes it better. I'm unsure. Uh, Christine then remarks that she wants to spend spring break in Hawaii. And Brenda suddenly catches on to the type of person that Christine is and tells her that she doesn't appreciate her using Steve. Christine shoots back that they are both using each other. Steve comes to tell the girls that dinner is ready and encounters an upset Christine. She demands that they leave and Steve blames Brenda, who unsuccessfully tries to defend herself. Back at Andrea's new apartment, she is on the phone with her mother when her grandmother decides to start vacuuming. Andrea hangs up and confronts Rose. Apparently, Rose and Andrea's parents have not spoken in three years. And Rose asks why she should talk to a person like that. Uh, rude. Andrea tells her that her mother's not a bad person, even if she isn't Jewish. 
Rose says that Andrea's mother has no respect for her, that when she broke her leg, Andrea's mom didn't even call her once to check on her. And then Andrea tells Rose that she had no idea what happened between them, but she didn't want to be in the middle. And then she starts packing her sad little suitcase, and Rose asks her what she's doing and what she should tell the investigator. And Andrea says that she should just tell the investigator the truth so that she can clear her conscience. And Andrea then says she just wants her grandma back before leaving. Aww. Next, we see Andrea furiously and very loudly typing out her resignation letter for the blaze. Brandon walks in and reads over her shoulder, and he accuses her of being fatalistic, not, or, and says she is just preparing for the inevitable. He accuses her of not giving her grandmother's house a shot, and she tells him that there are quote forces within her started decades ago on another comma possessed. If so, then this makes this episode so much better. It um, does. She reveals <laughs> possession makes everything better. <laughs> she reveals that she left her grandmother. Um, Brandon then offers to let Andrea move into his house because, and because Andrea actually has some common sense, she declines. She then tells Brandon that she was part of the gang. Which gang? Uh, the Scooby gang? The Jets? Or the Sharks? I must know. She then talks about their spiffy clothes. And I'm pretty sure that got her kicked out of the gang just now. It did. And then Steve hunts Brandon down and interrupts them to show Brandon his very monochromatic brown outfit. And he tells Brandon about the fight that he and Brenda got into. And Brandon doesn't even try to defend her at all. I mean, seriously, he's like the worst brother ever. And, but Steve says it made him start to realize what kind of person Christine actually is. He tells Brandon that he thinks she is obsessed with money. And Brandon tells him, no, (laughs) Brandon tells him that's not unusual for LA. And Steve says that he doesn't think she likes him for him. Do you blame her? You're a douchebag. And he tells Brandon that he's got a plan to find out how she really feels about him. And then he twists his mustache and laughs in his brown outfit. (laughs) It's just a mess. Steve and Christine are in the jewelry store and Steve tells her that he's already picked out something for her and paid for her gifts. So she just has to guess. She points out the engagement rings and says, um, at least not yet. Um, oh my God, you've been on a couple of dates. Calm your tits. Okay. Just calm down. Oh yeah. Yeah. She points out a bunch of other things before landing on a pair of earrings. And Steve tells her that she's wrong. Um, She opens the box and it's a plain bangle bracelet. Surprise! (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. it? She asks. And she tells him that it just isn't that special. Hmm. He says that he will just have to give it to someone else. Um, Like right now? Like just some random person? The homeless person outside? I mean, who are you giving it to? She scurries scurries after him and asks to see it again no and accuses her of knowing who he was before he saw her in the peach pit she accidentally reveals that she did he tells her goodbye and he leaves her again why are people always walking out on one another how do people get home (laughs) why do the writers not think about this huh don't they know that we're gonna ask these questions yes they should have 20 years ago they should realize this yes steve heads to the peach pit and asks brandon if he can get off a couple hours that's what he said 
All right, let's start that over again. Steve, <laughs> Steve heads to the peach pit and asks Brandon if he can get off a couple of hours early. And Brandon tells Steve that he is only working for a few hours so he can help Andrea move back home. She is standing, staring at the jukebox, so Steve walks over to her. He asks her if she likes him. I mean, like, seriously, she's obviously depressed. Now you're going to make her more depressed. Do you uh, like me? She, Do you, you like him, they? Uh, and she <laughs> says that she does, and I lost my place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she tells him that underneath that rude exterior, he's just a little boy who likes to have fun. And Steve so admits weird. that he knows he's rude, and he wants to work on that. He then tells her that she can't go to the valley because they need her at West Beverly. And then he tells her she is pretty and inspiring and she needs to stay where she is uh, she is and everything is super uncomfortable yeah <sighs> Dude, did we just wake you up <laughs> yeah All i got right. lost at the where he told her that you know she was pretty and inspiring and you know he forgets that um he already made his move on her once come on continuity continuity that's not the right um, friend that's not um andrea decides to go back to rose's house where the investigator is finishing up a conversation with Rose. The investigator says that she will see them in three weeks for a follow-up visit and that her decision will, will be favorable. Andrea then tells Rose that if she's going to live there, she needs to make up with Andrea's parents. She grabs the phone and calls them and puts Rose on the phone. We are then at the peach pit where there is a fucking cake again. Wishing Andrea good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they all they all get all sappy with her and then kelly notices steve sitting dejectedly at the counter and she goes to talk to him he offers her the bracelet that he just offered to another woman and she uh turned it down and she tells him that she doesn't want a gift he bought for another girl she then asks if he wants to go to the movies and he agrees and they leave and all of the rest of the people dive into that fucking cake <laughs> <sighs> Well, hopefully nobody came with Kelly since she just took Steve to the movies. <laughs> Probably. Luckily, there's more than one car there, though, so they can get home. I That's mean, what true. is up with marking every occasion with a cake? I mean, cake is pretty damn delicious. But I feel, must... I feel like it's unfair, though, because this was a cake at the Peach Pit. So I'm sure there was probably enough cake for everybody, whereas I like the situations where there's a big cake and um, there's only like five people. They just like leftovers. I guess. Cake for days. Jim likes, uh, Jim thinks that uh, cake helps his hairy back. And so he likes to eat a lot of it. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was, uh, what was the lesson this week? Um, Being poor sucks. Yeah. There's that. Um, Jew Jewish grandmothers will ride your ass. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah don't live outside or don't have a friend that will turn your news stories uh into a contest so that you get outed yeah brandon's good like that but he still comes out like smelling like a champ yeah and i'm like where did emily go and i mean she was at the beginning and you, then she's she at her other school disappeared i guess i feel like that's not a real good response though oh fuck off <laughs> god it's <laughs> the best one I have 
there's a commentator <laughs> um so i have the olympic channel on the tv um yeah. and they're doing the 2008 uh swimming and the guy that's doing the commentary on the swimming his name is rowdy Gaines. nice that's a name for you rowdy Gaines. it is anyway. i bet he would know uh He'd know where Emily's at. <laughs> yeah, I bet you he would. <laughs> so Brandon, I guess, didn't really have a love interest this week, although Emily briefly appeared at the beginning and he <laughs> defaulted back to Andrea. Yeah. His go-to gals. But, you know, yeah. this was a, a Steve and Andrea-centric episode. Thank God they don't get very many of them. <laughs> no. Those two no. people are boring. Yes. All right. Um, let's see. It's 420, 2020. It is, yes. Smoke them if you got them. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> so, what'd you do this week? Um, no, I, nothing. Nothing? I, no, I, uh, I didn't get drunk this weekend, so there's that. Sweet. Yes. I pre-gamed tonight with a White Claw. I saw that. I don't like White Claw. I tried. I've tried them, I, but I just don't like them. I never had had one before, so I gave it a shot. It's okay. Yeah, it's too seltzery. It's like... It was a, it's seltzery. It tastes like if... Do you remember the um, New York seltzer or whatever it was? That we had I back love in the day? those. I did, they too. They it make them like still. if they could go bad. Yeah, I, I feel you there. I can see where you would get that. Yes. They still make those seltzer by the way well i don't think they still make them i think they started making them again when yes you know everybody everybody was like there's this really cool podcast that talks about the 90s i think that i like the 90s it's us for <laughs> <or> that podcast <laughs> i also love i also do love me some clearly canadians but i didn't don't remember them being so expensive when i was in my younger years probably because your uh parents were paying for it that could very well be I never Amazing saw how that works. <laughs> I never saw the price tag. They just appeared in the refrigerator. <laughs> hey, you know, um, dreams have price tags. I don't remember what the name of the the every dream was. has its price tag. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you you go. know who wasn't in that episode? Corey uh, Spelling. It was like oh, one of the wasn't. only two that she wasn't in. But oh. you know where she was? No. Where was she? She was she was in a video that I got. <laughs> I was gonna ask I tried, if you wanted to talk about it. I I tried playing it at work today for the people in the office, and the office manager goes, What is that? Turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I'm was sure it was jealous. Really disrupting your customers. We're in the office. We don't even have customers back there. Oh. But she's well, the one who likes Steve, so. Oh, well. She's got issues. He was more expensive. Nobody likes Steve. Yeah. So, He's anyway. not. Uh, well, I so, appreciated it. It was very well, nice of you. I was like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to do a good deed with my stimulus money. I'm like, what would my good deed be? And I was like, I'm going to do something nice for Kelly because... <laughs> Her birthday's coming in May. But that means your birthday is coming. I know, but I don't expect the same thing in return. I am a big, like, I'm one of these people where I love to give gifts. Like, it brings me joy to watch people open gifts. And I'm going to, especially when I have really, like, 
like put a lot of thought into said gift. And yeah. so it, it really brings me joy. And so, um, so I was like, okay, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And so like, and you only get 250 characters to tell the person about who you want them to do this video about. So I had to kind of be creative in my, <laughs> in my wording. And <laughs> your description of me. In your description. Um, I had to, I had to be creative so that I could fit all the things in about you. <laughs> I you know what I'm gonna do for your birthday. I'm gonna dub. So instead of saying Kelly, it's gonna say on. It's gonna say Andrea. It's gonna say Andrea. And instead of saying Andrea, it's gonna say Kelly. Kelly. And then instead of saying Brady, it's gonna say, say Alex. Alex. <laughs> like, why does her? Why are her lips matching up? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm like, oh, that's just the video quality. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's got a lag. <laughs> And if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, just go to our Instagram and you can watch it there. Yes. So I was really excited because actually the text. So it. So when you do it, you can either you can get a text notification and you can get and you can get the email. And so the text notification woke me up. It came through at like two o'clock in the morning. Holy crap! And I was like, Do you think that's when she did it? No. I don't think so. Or that's just how long it took I think, for them like, to. I think like that probably like that's just when they sent it out or whatever. Oh. But I was like, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, so I was really excited. And so I watched it right away just because I wanted to see what it said. And then like I went back to sleep and then I proceeded to have dreams about <laughs> <laughs> about Tori spelling, like wanting to be our friend. It's not dreams. That's reality. <laughs> she said she'd be on this podcast she did say that she, i was like <laughs> i don't even know how where how we would even begin to set that up like who would we even i'm have guessing to it would to? probably be a lot of money we would have to get her. yes because i also worried about saying something about donna martin graduates podcast because i was like yeah shit is she gonna sue us and tell us we can't use that name anymore <laughs> <laughs> clearly like, she doesn't care just like it did in the um where she was trying you know she was tired of people making money off of her I in the reboot <laughs> <laughs> so i was like well i'm gonna take a chance put it out there so that way she knows that we are doing this and if anything well, then i'm like thinking listen. i'm like like I hopefully we've never said anything bad about her, but we haven't. We never no. say anything bad about her. It's always not at all. Brand, it's always Brandon and Brenda. Yeah, <laughs> we only talk bad about them. And, yes. and um, Steve and Steve. Yes, but yes, it was. I was pretty excited about the about how it turned out, and um, I'm glad that you were ecstatic about it. That hopefully that you were surprised, and I could only. I should have had. Chris in on it and filmed you while you were watching it, so that way I Chris could... was still sleeping. Oh, well, damn it! Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if uh, my marriage is going to survive the quarantine. So, went <laughs> that well, huh? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, it was a bright spot in a dark time. It was. It was. So and it wasn't really a dark time. It was more like a like a beige time. A beige time. <laughs> brown. Maybe a shade of brown. It's a very light brown. <laughs> well, 
Anyway, I'm just glad that you enjoyed it. And I was excited. And- I did. <laughs> well, I started playing it. I'm like, what is this? And I was like, wait, that's my name. Wait, that's what I do. <laughs> wait, I have kids named Brady and Patrick. Oh, my gosh. Who, who is this other lady she's talking to? <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Anyway. I'm going to text her when this is over just to say what's up. There you go. Because you <laughs> FFs. We're besties. So, it was only fitting, though. I really, like, cracked up laughing when she said that uh, that Jenny, that Garth, Jenny Garth doesn't, like, doesn't hugs. like hugs either. I'm like, must be something about the name Kelly. Yeah. That she, Kellys don't like hugs. She didn't even realize that there was a Kelly and a Andrea. Uh, yeah, I know. And she said, she said Andrea. I almost thought that she, I was like, I'm going to put this in here because I almost put like when it said your name, I almost put, mm. An- I almost put Andrea, not Andrea. And, oh. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I'll just leave it. But she said it right. So yay. That's because she's a professional actor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what did you do this week? That was really all that I um, had going for me this week. So. <laughs> uh, not, not much. Um, watching some uh, Olympic stuff since, you know, there's not going to be olympics this year thank god um that's i do have i have one recommendation oh i well i i watched the last dance i am watching that tonight after i'm done with this and i mean it's gonna be a great five weeks but uh yes i used to i used to love basketball in high school and out of like in college Back when it was actually a sport and not just entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I loved the Bulls. I loved Michael Jordan. I had like a little wall. I had a wall in my apartment that just had all of my Michael Jordan memorabilia. I went to Grant Park in 98 um, to their very last celebration uh, when they won the championship. And then I also, uh, we went and ate at his restaurant one time. Oh. And I, we were trying to flirt with the bartender to find out if he ever came to visit and he's like, yeah, not very often. Nice try, though. <laughs> One of my friends um, posted a picture today of him, him and Michael Jordan. I was like, oh, I'm like, and I, there was really only one takeaway from that picture. And that was, hey, look, Mike has hair in this picture. Ooh, that's weird. Because my friend Mike is bald now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, look, he has hair in this picture. Um, oh, your friend? Yeah, no, yeah, no, my no, my friend Mike is who posted the picture with him and Michael Jordan. My friend Mike has hair in this picture, but Mike is generally bald. So, oh, okay, I thought yeah. Michael no, Jordan. Michael had Jordan hair. was already was like, bald. Ugh. Nope, he was already, he was bald. Um, yeah, I would have I would have loved to have uh, you know just had him like come hang out at my house and let me rub his head and like have him mow my grass and get all sweaty. That would yeah. have been amazing. <laughs> I saw an article on Sports Illustrated today that said, like, he's still trying to sell his Chicago house, I think. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, um, it's been for sale for, like, a couple years. And it's not, um, I don't know, like, apparently he must be asking Buku bucks for it. I didn't dive into it, but it was, it's, I mean, it's a pretty nice house, but it's a lot of house. Yeah. You have to be will, willing to commit. <laughs> Yeah, not only for the upfront cost, but God, can you imagine the upkeep on that? And right. Just, like cleaning it and stuff. Yep. Um, but uh, I was thinking, I saw your picture 
of yeah. that you posted of your shirt or whatever. And I was my thinking, t-shirt? yeah, the picture of your shirt. The, yeah, my t-shirt that yep. I got after they won. Yeah. I was thinking about like, oh, I'm like, I had a bull shirt. I'm like, I bought it at, and you are going to, going to laugh because I can't remember the name of it. It was some sports store at South Park Mall that was going like down towards the food court. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember. I don't think it was Champs. No, Champs is uh, on the other side. Um, side. But it was down that corridor, like going to the food yeah. court. And then it became like a massage It was parlor. right next to Bishop's Buffet or whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I bought it there and it had like, it was all that, it was like carton like a draw like they were all drawn mm-hmm. on it and like yeah. small bodies big heads <laughs> yep i know which one you're talking about so i bought it there and i had it and i remember my friends going you don't even like basketball and i'm like but it's cool that they won three times they won six i just like i don't know i said i just thought it was cool that mm-hmm. so i bought the shirt that's my story <laughs> i bought a uh i bought a jordan jersey like 25 years ago which pat which patrick brady now wears and I'm like, I don't know if I want to let you do that. <laughs> I think I may want to keep that, but it's not like it fits me. Well, yeah, but I understand. I get it. Like, I used to have a Blackhawks jersey that I held that I held on to forever, and then it didn't fit. And um, I think I finally gave it to one of my friend's kids. And I had a Mallard's jersey that was all signed and everything. And I think I gave it to my sister because we both got signed Mallard's jerseys one year for Christmas. And I, uh, so I gave it to her because obviously the one that she had, she was little. (laughs) So obviously it didn't fit her anymore. We went to a, uh, my cousin and I went to a Mallard's game back in the day. And I had just from the very first time went from my natural color to blonde and you know they have the jumbotron up there Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i see these two girls up on the screen and i lean over to my cousin and i say look at these sluts (laughs) and then the girl in the jumbotron leaned over as well and then i look up at the screen and i look back and this girl's doing the exact same thing i'm doing and i'm like oh my god we're those sluts and it was us (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) <laughs> oh i guess that's what i get it's karma for calling a woman a slut that that woman was in fact me <laughs> it's all right it happens oh no i haven't really watched anything else um i'm gonna watch that last dance thing tonight and then um been watching some new show on pbs called world on fire it's like a world war Two um drama masterpiece show um that i've been Helen Hunt's in it. She's not aged very well. Mm-mm. I I I'm sad to say, but she has not aged very well. No, she has not. Um, that's yeah, kind of about it. I haven't really watched much uh much else, and not uh not doing much else. Still just working at home and hanging out with my my cohort Herman. Um, kids are not going back to school. Nope. So. Um, Alex said today that he thinks that from the email that he got from one of his advisors that basically like they're going to finish the third quarter and then they're just done. Um, so I'm not sure how that works out. Um, Wasn't the third quarter up in like March? Um, no, their third quarter was, yes, their third quarter was at the end of March. So they're not going to have a fourth term 
um they're just trying to get like all the rest of the grades and stuff because even because they were out part of that end of that third quarter so obviously they didn't have finals or anything like that and so the teachers are just getting in you know following up and getting in all the rest of the schoolwork and then doing pass or incomplete grades and oh gotcha so alex has passed everything which is fine i told him though that um even if that's the case i probably will still make him do um an hour of something educational, reading, doing something else before he dives in and just hangs out with his friends all day <laughs> online. He's not, he's very social distancing. Yeah, Brady's still got his e-learning every day, so. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna, they're gonna do that, it sounds like. So I did get an email today from the school that just said, unfortunately, due to the, um, they're not going back to school, we will have to cancel prom. And oh, well, yeah, I don't. I'm just like, oh, well, that doesn't affect me. They're canceled. So yeah. they canceled the prom. Um, I yep. don't think that there's, there's no, mean, graduation. no graduation. No um, graduation. So, which, you know, I feel bad because my, um, my goddaughter, Tessa, is graduating high school this year. And she just signed um, a commitment to Blackhawk to play basketball at Blackhawk College for nice. a couple of years. So that was pretty awesome. And yeah, other than that. It's just been kind of a, a lull, a lull this week. The weather's nicer, so I do like having the windows open and feeling like I'm getting fresh air. Except I'm not really down for all the screaming children in my neighborhood. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, get used to it. You got yeah. like five months of it still. I know. Isn't that great? So, anywho, that's all I got for you. Me too. I'm going to go eat some dinner at 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> Ooh, what are you having? <laughs> I have no idea. I came home and I went and walked and then I got back and did this. I felt pretty, I have not been eating very well. So today I um, was like, okay, I'm going to put my life back on track. And so I got up this morning and made a protein shake and I uh, actually made a, I had some eggs at lunchtime and I made um, chicken with uh, riced cauliflower and some mixed vegetables for dinner. And drinking lots nice. of water. So going to try to do the W-A-L-K thing maybe tomorrow. I have to spell it out because yep. the D-O-G is sitting dog, next to yeah. me. And he knows that word. So, although he's sleeping. So, you know, must be nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking. But, well, I will end this so you can go eat dinner. Um, All right. So, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Everybody likes five stars, including us. So we're give on us a Twitter shout. At, at Graduates Donna. We're on Instagram at Donna Martin Graduates Podcast. Yep. Email We've at Donna a... Martin Graduates Podcast at gmail.com. And we're also on Facebook. We are. So come visit us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So until next time, we'll be back with episode 13 Halloween. I think it's a Halloween party. Yeah, the one of the forty thousand times that Kelly almost gets assaulted. So, uh, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Well, peace out, Girl Scout. Bye, all right. bye. bye.